podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's Tokyo time and Anything But Footy brings you the views of the athletes in action just before their event. David Weir is one of a number of London 2012 legends who's still competing and going for gold. The six-time Paralympic champion missed out on a medal in Rio and thought that was it. But he's back in three events in Tokyo, including the wheelchair marathon on the final day. Well, David, games number six in Tokyo. Happy to be there? Yeah, I just feel privileged to put this vest on again. And it's just an an honour. And I feel pretty proud of myself to to do six Paralympics. Um, Yeah, it's just an amazing feeling. And I've missed it, actually. I've missed being in in this camp environment and, and seeing all the... All the old guards like Richard Whitehead and Johnny Peacock and um, Alid Davis and Dan Greaves and all the lads that, you know, I've been to a few Paralympics with. So it, it was just nice to catch up with them as soon as I landed and, and be around them every day. So, it's, yeah, it's been a joy. And, and I've got two of my athletes from my academy here. So I'm doing a little bit of coaching as well and, and uh, mentoring as well. So it's, it's yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. What keeps you guys coming back for more and more? I don't know, to be honest. I think it's the the love of the sport representing our country. And for me, I just feel privileged to, to wear that vest. Uh, I know I said I'd never wear a vest again, but I think that was just a heat at the moment uh, decision. But, you know, I feel very proud to represent my country and I enjoy every moment of it. Um, and this is probably the most enjoyable camp that I've ever been on. It's just been a joy to be here, to be honest. I feel very happy and proud. It's great to hear you talk about being happy and being joyful because I'm right in saying, am I, that after Rio, you probably thought you and the Paralympics were done? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't know where, where I wanted to be, to be honest. I didn't know if I wanted to be here at all. So it's um, it's been a long road, a long journey. Um, I'm proud to, to, to be back and... Um, I've got a lot of people to thank, too many names to mention. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it's been hell at the beginning, but I'm at, I'm at the other side. I always explain that it was like a rabbit hole that was never ending. And now like, there's a massive hole and a lot of light. And, um, and that's where I'm at. You've been talking about mental health and your mental health for a long time, David. Now everybody's talking about it. The conversations are happening. We've come a long way, haven't we? And I think with Simone Biles, for example, at the Olympics, that conversation is now, you know, front and centre, which is the right place for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think people realise how much pressure and, and, and mental health that athletes go through. You know, we, we're put under extreme pressure to, 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 to deliver, um, not just from us, but from governing bodies and medals and money and sponsors and, and it, it does get you down and it wears you out. And, you know, it, it's, it's been tough, but um, and I'm glad that a lot of people are talking about it now. And there's a lot of athlete welfare now after and during competition, which I've never experienced before. Um, and it's just nice to see that we are getting treated like human beings and not machines. That's what I felt like. We was just a money-making machine or a medal-making machine that, um, you know, and if we had any problems, we couldn't, we couldn't deal with them or we didn't have no one to talk to to deal with it. So I just feel like the athletes have got more support 
in this camp that I've ever experienced before as well. And how have you, in all ways, been able to come through that rabbit hole, as you describe it? How, how have I? Um, the last time was probably the toughest that I've ever experienced. I've had a few through my, my career, but um, I've always dealt with it myself. Um, and that, and that, that last time I couldn't deal with it myself. And it was a big, big problem. And it was just a cry for help, really, to, to get someone to help me. Um, and I'm glad I did speak out at the, I think it was 2017 in the London Marathon at the last press conference. I just thought I need to tell people how I feel. You know, I couldn't even celebrate my win. I couldn't celebrate anything. It was just, I just felt dead. I didn't feel alive inside. And it was just hard to explain how I felt. And I didn't think people would understand. And um, a lot of people did. And I, I just felt it was a, I felt very proud of myself because a lot of people warned me not to do it. But that that day, I I knew it was the right time to do it. Even going through that race, that was the the point where I knew I had to tell something because I was going through that race and I knew I was going to win that day. And I thought if I win, I need to to speak out and talk about my mental health. Um, because if I lost and I spoke about it, I thought people would say that you're just saying that because you lost. So I had to win to, to, to not just help me, but the amount of messages I got after that from men, mostly not in sport, but just men saying, thank you. Like, thank you for speaking out. And, and if I could do that and, and carry on doing it like I do, I do, you know, I talk to a lot of people, but it was tough at the time. And um, I just feel like I'm in the best place that I've ever been. It's brilliant to hear you've been a terrific ambassador for your sport. We're going to see you on the road and the track then in Tokyo. Yeah, you'll see me in the, the 5K, 1500 and the marathon. Yeah. And how much are you just looking forward to getting out there and getting back competing finally? Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of pressure put on me here. Uh, we've got a very young and experienced squad that are going to win lots of medals. and. Um, it's nice to see the wheelchair racing side. I've got the strength in depth now. So I feel like there's not a lot of pressure on me to bring back all the medals. <laughs> you know, if you look in, in Beijing, we had four wheelchair races. We brought back seven medals and I, I got four of them. So it's, it's just nice that we can spread the load of, between us all. And, um, and for me, you know, even if I don't win a medal, I, I'll just be proud to, to, to be here um, and to be at my, my sixth Paralympic Games. Great to catch up. Thank you. And that marathon starts at 6.30am Tokyo time, so 10.30uk time, Saturday, September 4th. This is Tokyo time from Anything But Footy, the Olympic and Paralympic sport podcast. Follow for more from the 2020 Games in 2021. Podcast Network.